Hello, and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite-Sized Cybercrime, the podcast where we discuss cybercrimes and cybersecurity news. This episode, we will be discussing a story close to home for me in more ways than one, but most literally, it is occurring in Chicago, the city I work in and that I love. And it's similar to a case that actually got me into cybersecurity in the first place. Lurie Children's Hospital is a major children's hospital network in the Chicago area, and very well-renowned one at that, considered one of the best. But for almost two weeks, it has been operating at a limited capacity. No phones are set up, no emails are being received, no electronic health records can be accessed, and some medical appointments involving scans even had to be cancelled entirely although most regular appointments and surgeries are still being honored. There does appear to be an entire network outage. On February 8th, 2024, a spokesman from Lurie confirmed what many had been suspecting, that it was a known cyber crime group that had attacked the children's hospital. Although they didn't name a group, and none of them have really taken credit for the attack either. Not many details were officially provided, but what I and many others believe happened was a case of ransomware. Ransomware is malware that encrypts files, systems, and networks, basically making them unreadable unless you have a key. Since it's ransomware, the attackers extort victims into paying for the key to get their data back. This would explain the outages. Either systems are simply inaccessible, or they've been taken down to contain the incident and prevent the ransomware from spreading to critical systems. The FBI has also gotten involved in the investigation, and it's not known when systems will be up. It could take weeks, and, well, it's already been about two weeks. This outage has caused a lot of issues for the parents of patients. One parent reported that their child was on a drug classified as a controlled substance, and that due to this classification, the prescription must be refilled every week. Normally, this task is easy. Either request it via my chart or give the office a call. Except there's nothing when they tried to call. No one's responding to any emails. There's nothing even in my chart. And if you've been doing telehealth and the office is far away, you'd have to scramble to get that prescription renewed either at that office or a satellite office or even find a different office altogether. And this is without considering there's probably hundreds or thousands of people trying to do that exact same thing at the same time. Many parents have also been left in limbo about the results of blood tests. Tests that could potentially diagnose serious issues with their children that they were supposed to get the results back. A call center was set up for non-urgent matters, but due to the massive flood of parents wanting to know what the heck is going on, some people haven't had their calls returned in a timely manner. A lot of parents feel like they've been left completely in the dark by Lurie, and they really don't want to reveal too much information about the nature of the attack. It's a difficult balance to strike between keeping your customers and patients informed and happy, and between not revealing so much information to your attackers so they can apply more and more pressure, not to mention you still need to understand the full scope of the attack first before you can definitively say what has been affected. Some ransomware groups have rules to make themselves seem more sympathetic, and a common rule is not to attack hospitals or children's hospitals. These rules, however, are performative. They're made up to seem like they have some sort of moral values, some level of evil that not even they would stoop to. 
However, you need to keep in mind this is a group of criminals extorting companies with personal information of their customers who did nothing wrong except have a bank account or medical provider. Even if you are anti-corporation, you have to acknowledge that cyber attacks hurt real people. And not just people who work at faceless corporate entities. Innocent customers who did nothing wrong. And I'm saying this because I've seen some people say they have a little respect for ransomware groups that have these types of rules, but I really do not. Hospitals are a very common target of ransomware groups despite the rules anyways, and attacking any hospital, especially a children's hospital, is reprehensible. Anyways, like I said at the beginning, this actually reminds me of something that happened to me, which ultimately helped me decide my career path. In 2021, I was unsure of what I wanted to do. I had recently quit my job at a hospital, working as a certified nursing assistant, which was a massive failure in my eyes. I had enrolled in an online IT college, learned some SQL, and was looking for different options for tech careers. I'd heard of cybersecurity, but wasn't really sure if that's what I wanted to do. I was kind of going back between database, security, different kinds of technical operations, but that wasn't my main focus at the time. I had a prescription to fill. It was hormone medication, and it's very important I take it every day to fully benefit. And my doctor hadn't replied on my chart, and when I called the pharmacy, they reported issues contacting my doctor's office and told me to do it myself. So I did. I called my doctor's office. A harsh dial tone played when I called, so I just rang them again. Still, it was the same dial tone. I had my father call just to make sure it wasn't my phone bugging out, and he had the same thing. So together, we just drove to my doctor's office, which was thankfully only about 20 minutes away. The receptionist told us that all the systems were down. The phones, email, my chart, some people even had their appointments canceled, and they couldn't even contact my pharmacy to refill my prescription. So, like the parents of the patients at Lurie, I got my prescription the old-fashioned way, written on a piece of paper that I later took down to the pharmacy. I got my medications on time, but barely. I was lucky. I lived nearby, the office wasn't crowded with worried parents, it was a smaller office and they found my information fast. Lurie, in comparison, is huge, and being overwhelmed with calls from hundreds of thousands of patients across the Chicagoland area. My heart goes out to the patients and their parents. I remember feeling so lost and worried about what this meant for me, for my data, for other people's data, for other people's physical health, and that's when I decided that cybersecurity was for me. That's when it was solidified in my mind that this is what I wanted to do. Make sure that people of the world can be informed and prepared for a cybersecurity incident impacting their life. I wasn't, but now I could be and I could help others in the future too. Thank you to Bleeping Computer, NBC News, the Chicago Tribune, and the Associated Press for information on this cyber attack and the ways that parents and patients alike were affected by it. I really hope that this resolves as soon as possible. But until next time, stay secure.